First of all, can you tell us uh, the focus of or define homeless or highly mobile students? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, thank you, Freddie. Um, so actually, it's how we define it is actually even not just an MPS definition, but a federal definition. So students who are experiencing homelessness are protected um, by federal law, the McKinney-Vento Homeless Assistance Act, so that they can still access school like their stably housed peers. So it's really, it's any student who lacks a fixed, regular, and adequate nighttime residence. And unfortunately, we have way too many students and families um, in that situation. Interesting. We're talking with Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Kinsley, the Director of Homeless and Highly Mobile Services at MPS. Can you give us a snapshot of uh, how many students are in this category and, and that you're servicing at Minneapolis Public Schools? Yeah, sure. Um, so this year so far, um, we've had about 1,800 students wow. experience homelessness, and that and that's just who we know about. We know that there are students that we don't identify. Um, last school year, the whole school year, we had about 2,500 students throughout the whole year. So we're we're seeing a rise and increase this year. Um, the majority of what we're seeing are students who are like doubled up or couch hopping because they can't afford a place of their own. That's the, the main way people experience homelessness. Um, we're also seeing um, an increase in our Spanish-speaking students, newcomers who are experiencing homelessness. So that's a, a something that has started happening last year but is continuing to rise. We're seeing... Um, a really disproportionate impact in who experiences homelessness too. Um, so a higher a higher rate of homelessness, particularly for our Black and Indigenous students. And anytime we're talking about this, I think it's important to recognize sort of the long history that that brought us here, that really cut people of color out of uh, their land and home ownership and all of those things. And we still are seeing those impacts today, and in, in who we see, um, who of our students experience homelessness. The challenges seem obvious, but even more so now that the holidays are upon us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think the holidays just, they can bring up a lot of hard things for, for many of us. But when you're experiencing homelessness, all of those challenges are compounded. You know, especially if in this season where, you know, you kind of have the backdrop of that we're supposed to be happy and cheery and um, we've got the, the financial pressures of, of making the holiday special and wanting to, you know, have things be a certain way. And when you're experiencing homelessness, there's just so many, so many hard things you're already dealing with. And the holidays absolutely can amplify all of that. So, Charlotte, does the school district provide homes for the homeless? You know, we in some ways we do through our Stable Home, Stable Schools partnership. Um, so, MPS, what... what yeah, yeah. So the MPS role is really to remove barriers to accessing school, uh, you know, as the education partner in this. And so we do that through a lot of different ways, you know, things from like, you know, having short-term cabs so that when a student moves, they don't have to wait to get routed, um, you know, all sorts of different things. And the access to stable housing is just so foundational to that work. And so Stable Home, Stable Schools is probably our most, like, well, for sure our most um like powerful and impactful way that we can actually provide that housing. Um, and yeah, and that's a partnership, as you mentioned, with the city and the housing authority and the county um, with funding from Polet as well. And that, that partnership, um, which started in 2019, has, you know, we've got two sort of 
ways we do that. One is to prevent homelessness in the first place, which is always our goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can keep a family housed, that's uh, that's so much better. Um, and the Stable Home Stable Schools has done that for over 2,000 students. So um, done short-term or one-time assistance to prevent an episode of homelessness. And then for those that, that unfortunately did experience homelessness, we've been able to house 500 students through the more long-term rental assistance part of that initiative. And this year we doubled um, our ability to reach students, so hoping to see even higher numbers in the future. So that's that's one way um, that, that we're able to support students and keep them housed. We also work really closely with the county um, around shelter, and right now, you know, Hennepin County is actually one of very few counties in the nation that has a right-to-shelter policy for families, um, meaning they... they do their best to find a space for someone if they're if they're experiencing homelessness and so right now the county all of the regularly contracted shelter spaces are full and they're in four overflow hotels so they're actively looking for more space for people but it's pretty unprecedented that we've been in a place where we've had families experiencing homelessness that are eligible for for shelter and the county does not have space for them so they're working really hard to find more hotel rooms and, and find a solution for this. But unfortunately, we just the, the increase has been so dramatic that it's been really hard to keep people even just safely sheltered, much less in stable housing of their own. Interesting. 1,800 to 2,500 students. And when you're talking mm-hmm. about students, as compounded because we're talking about families here, Charlotte. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, often, you know, when you think about a student in a classroom, trying to learn and trying to, you know, take in information and grow and develop and all of those things, having a safe and stable place to be is just so foundational to, to that, um, that success. And so it really is critical for us as a, as an entire community to really look at what's happening for our students and do whatever we can to get to a place where, where we don't expect this to happen to children, right? That that housing is a right and that we see that as a basic need and invest in it in the way that we need to. What, if anything, can our listeners, can our radio family do to support you in this effort? Yeah, I mean, I, I think first and foremost, um, the more of us that are really advocating for affordable housing, like both locally and, you know, statewide and then also nationally, I think, the more of us that can advocate for that, that's that's the goal, right? We really don't want our students to experience homelessness at all. And so I would just, I would um, direct people to the Homes for All group. They're a wonderful um, collaboration of partners that advocate for policy changes and funding to prevent and end homelessness. So that, that I think, feels most important. We also, in MPS, there's a couple ways that we work with some really incredible partners to remove barriers for students. And one is the National Council of Jewish Women. Um, they have a rapid response fund that they do. So if, if folks have, like, if they're able to donate um, financially, that NCJW, National Council of Jewish Women Rapid Response Fund, we are able to tap into that when there are not any other community resources available to prevent someone from becoming homeless. It's just really flexible, and we've been able to do um, really incredible things to keep people housed through that fund, so we're really grateful for them. And then the other a really great partner is Achieve Twin Cities. Um, they have a fund specifically for our students who are experiencing homelessness that we tap into 
so that students can feel um, like they have access to everything their stably housed peers have. So that can look like anything from like, you know, the the pink socks on the on the the night that the basketball team is all buying a pair of pink socks to driver's education courses to a prom ticket to a yearbook like all of those things that are part of being a student um but that do require some financial um resources that often families who are experiencing homelessness don't have so that achieved twin cities fund it has been a really incredible resource for us to be able to meet student needs so those are a couple ways within MPS. And then I would just say we have so many incredible nonprofits in our in our area in Minneapolis that are serving and supporting students. And so, you know, getting involved in any level of volunteering your time, um, partnering with, with a nonprofit that does really good work to keep people housed and, and sheltered um, would also be fabulous. So lots of different ways to get connected just depends on what, what listeners feel like they can they can give and where their strengths are. Well, you've given us a lot of resources and really pointed up a really important uh, issue in our communities. Charlotte Kinsley, I can't thank you enough for being with us this morning. She's the Director of Homeless and Highly Mobile Services at Minneapolis Public Schools. Thank you so much for joining us today.